Come on, let's get it ready. Beep, bop, bop, boodle, bop, bop. Seven days to play. Welcome to Seven Days to Play, your weekly mobile game review program. Try us for 100 nights free at home, and we come in a surprisingly small box. I am your co-host, Edwin. And I am the fire alarm to your exit, Sam. And for the last seven days, Edwin has challenged me to play Way Out. Sam, are you familiar with uh, Lights Out? Is that a British board game? <laughs> cool. Me lights out, love. <laughs> lights out, love. It was a electronic handheld game from the 80s. Um, that's all I know about it on my two seconds of research before the show. But Way Out takes its name and the game mechanic from this Lights Out. Mm. You get a grid of squares that can be either turned on or off, and the goal is to turn them all off. Tapping a square will flip its state and all its adjacent squares will also flip as well. Mm-hmm. Um, you get CC levels over six chapters. Each chapter adds a new mechanic, which is kind of fun. Right. Like a, a single direction square. Uh, in the third chapter, there's like a inert square, which I never quite worked out. Like you need to turn on the squares next to it before it activates. I'd never quite fully worked out how that works. So I'll explain later, but oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Uh, and then there's some other ones which I've not got to yet. It is made by Ukrainian developer Constructors with a K and is available now for 99 cents in your Apple App Store. It's not available on the Android devices, correct? Not as far as I know. This is very much a mobile puzzle game. <laughs> <laughs> that is true. I cannot take that away from them. In the beginning, I really, really liked this game. Like I felt, right, this is a it's a good puzzle game. Finally, a nice snackable game. I can, yeah. I can... Uh, pop in and play very snackable which is actually one of my uh positive points on my three by threes one of my least favorite words from the <laughs> last few years <laughs> but after giving it some time and playing through most like playing through a lot of the levels it felt really flat really quick for me yeah there wasn't that much depth i like how they did try and introduce these new mechanics each yep. level or rather each chapter which is 10 levels but even with that it didn't feel like it was progressing quickly enough or yeah there was something about it that got a little repetitive i think the presentation was really great the level transitions were good the way they even did the tutorials was really you know it wasn't uh it didn't get in the way of anything and it served its purpose um even the amount of level levels per chapter i think was very decent and i don't know what it was about it that made me stop playing it i think it was the lack of strategy or Story. for me figuring out oh boy <laughs> no <laughs> trying to figure out oh i see this pattern of squares this is what i need to do to turn them all off i think a lot of my levels just descended into random tapping yeah in the hope that i would somehow blunder into the answer which did work on some occasions or sometimes just start over. I never felt that sort of next level of understanding of really like getting involved in the puzzles and feeling that I'm not just randomly mashing the screen. The first chapter, which I think constituted of like about 12 or 14 levels, like I think there you're just getting your bearings, you're figuring out how the mechanic works. Um, and for me, like that was really great. Like I was just playing around, like felt it. It felt really good. Like has nice haptics on like whenever you tapped it, like it, it shook your phone just a little bit. The sound was quite nice as well. The sound is nice. Bloop, bloop, bloop. Better than that though. <laughs> the second chapter introduced a new mechanic, which I believe was... 
The single direction squares. Yeah, the single direction squares, meaning certain squares would have two directions, whether it was going along vertically or going around, going along horizontally. And if you tapped on that, only either the horizontal squares would flip or only the, hor- only the vertical scores would flip and that introduced a really nice mechanic and at that point like i really got it i was able to solve all the levels in that chapter with what i noticed was like there's a set number of moves that you can do it in the most efficient way which was also like (laughs) another one of those things that stressed me out for no reason secretly golf (laughs) by the time i got to the third chapter which introduced a new mechanic of like the inert taps yes Oh, good. This is my favorite part of the show where Sam explains the game to me. <laughs> and so uh, for this one, the previous chapter had built that this pattern that if you tap on it, only the vertical or the horizontal adjacent squares would li- would flip. But in this, uh, but in the third chapter, um, the block that had the mark, and I believe it was like a circle mark, you wouldn't be able to flip that square using the adjacent squares around it you'd only be able to flip that square if you tapped on that square. Mm, Right? So if you tapped on a square next to the square with the circle on it, it wouldn't flip. The only way to actually flip that square with the circle on it is for you to tap it directly. Yeah, that's when I sort of fell off. Like I I solved a few of the, the, the levels in that chapter and it was like an immediate like... Womp womp. Womp womp for me. Which level did you get to? I'm on level 22. Oh, okay. I'm on level 37. Nice. And I'm stuck. So annoyed. <laughs> Which is the downside. Here, once you're stuck, you're stuck. I see. And no amount of random mashing on the keypad can get me past this level. I try and think about it, but my brain can't quite grasp the strategy needed to complete this level. And also, frustratingly, the other thing we haven't talked about, which is the, the crown count, mm. is very low. For each level, they have a suggested number of moves in which you can complete the level. And if you do it in these number of moves or less, you get a crown. So this is secretly golf. Yeah. Which Sam will love as soon as I was playing it. I will love. (laughs) I have to tell you, when I didn't realize that there was a crown count, I was perfectly happy. I was so pleased with this game and just being like a mindless puzzle game that I can play while listening to podcasts. And then I realized there was a crown count. (laughs) Those pesky crowns. All of a sudden... (laughs) I had to complete each level by getting the crown. I was going to ask, how many times did you have to go back? Oh, I would not, I would not go forward unless uh, I, I got the crown. Oh my God. So you're 22, you have 23 crowns right now. Well, the thing is I didn't do chapter one with the crowns okay. because I realized I can solve those with crowns. No problem. <laughs> it was starting chapter two that I really put myself to the test. I'm going to show you episode 37. Okay. See, can you, can you do it for me? Cause it's 11, you get 11 moves. And that just seems like way too few moves to complete this level. There seems to be something here where like you can't... Is these inert squares? The the yellow ones, you cannot do... You cannot tap them unless... Unless a square next to them has been flipped. Right. Oh, interesting. Oh. If you're playing at home and you've completed level 37, please tweet us there's a solution. I feel like I, I can... Give me some time with this and I can solve it. <laughs> I just don't have the patience to get through all of chapter three to get to chapter four and where you're at. What if you gave up on, the, on your crown quest? I can't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay with not playing the rest of this game. <laughs> In between levels, there is a kind of map 
style thing where you can choose the next level. So, or rather, sometimes you can choose the next level. So that was one of the things, both plus and minus. Mm. When you have a choice, it's kind of nice. I think on one occasion I had three options to play, to choose which level I wanted to play next. But right now, on level 37, I have to complete it. Otherwise, there's nothing else I can do. Which I remember liking about the Yankai's Peak was you were on this sort of much larger map and yeah. you could... Oh, if you got bored or stuck on one level, you could right. you can roll scurry. your triangle over. <laughs> you can scurry flop, along, yeah. Flop that triangle over to another level and play that. Whereas here, uh, you cannot do that. Yeah. There's also something about it where, like, I saw that there were five chapters um, with, like, ten levels each. And if you happen to finish that, like, you know, you're in this, like, waiting position of either waiting for new content or just like not being able to play the game or done. So yeah, or done. You get to win. Yep. You found the way out. (laughs) Congratulations. See, I joke about the fact that if there's a story or not, but let's say the game was repurposed and themed in a way where there's a little man running across, across the blocks and you had to set the blocks properly for him to run through it. Right. Mm. Much like continuum. What was that? Oh, a catastrophe. No, confusion causality causality i feel like that would have added more purpose for me to continue because you know anyway i'm looking for a way out i joke about the story but i feel like especially in a case like this um it could really drive the person to actually complete the game the entire game it was missing an additional level and that's not more levels of gameplay but a deeper level or something to you really hook into yeah. rather than just mindlessly flipping blocks as much i poo poo over two dots or dots and co which you do yeah there is still like a cohesive feeling that you get from the settings of the maps and all that stuff and there's a story and there's a story right <laughs> and i feel like that's where the creative aspect of the setting and the theme all coming together makes a lot more sense i did just get to level 200 on dots and co <laughs> <laughs> wow uh, and I've, but I've yet to spend any money, so that's very that impressive. Is, you know, it's yeah. very impressive. Yeah. So when I get stuck on way out, I would just jump over to Dots and Co. Let's get to the three by threes. Edwin, what are your good points? Well, I'm going to steal your one and say a very nice presentation. Sound design is fun. The I think there is just like a subtle change or a subtle difference in the bloop bloop when you switch the switches. So mm-hmm. sometimes it's just fun just to go. Bloop, 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 bloop. <laughs> There's a lot of attention on that mechanic itself. Being the only mechanic in the game, I feel I'm glad that they've concentrated on a lot of the tactile feels of it. Like the haptics, you know, doing a little and then the sound being randomized in some way so it keeps you interested. Was there music? There was music, I I but I turned it off. Okay. Yeah, mainly because I was also listening to my podcast. And this is one of those games that's really good to oh, listen to perfect. a podcast. Yeah, Yes, which made me very happy. Mm-hmm. I could play underground and I could pl- play, listen to podcasts in the same bullet point of nice presentation. Mm. I think it's nice hand-drawn style. I think this could have gone quite futuristic in maybe like the causality style and very like clean, hard lines. What am I talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a designer, but I like the kind of cutesiness of the sort of slightly wobbly... Yeah, it certainly makes it approachable. There are lots of really good colors. There's a there's a nice focus on the different color schemes used. It doesn't look like they just, you know, vomited a bunch of colors on the screen. There was a purpose, <laughs> right? And I think it contributed to the fact of my next point, which is it made things very snackable, which is your least favorite word. <laughs> Table stakes and snackable. <laughs> and not finishing a level felt perfectly fine. 
and then coming back to it and actually finishing a level and it goes to the next one is seemed like a good session of playing the game as well. And yeah, it just felt very nice to just come back to play it for a little bit or play it for a long time and then leave it alone. The mechanic itself was very easy to understand. In fact, I would almost argue the tutorials were a little unnecessary. Mm. I would have perhaps liked to have seen you just be dropped into a, a very easy first level because there really is only one thing you can do, which is, you know, tap a square. Right. And yeah. that first tutorial felt a little bit, all right, come on, let me just play. <laughs> yeah. I really don't need a tutorial for this. I think I would figure it out. Good is it's super easy to understand. And I think you probably didn't necessarily need these quite heavy-handed tutorials. Right. If you're a game designer, a game developer, or a product maker even, like it's really hard to strip away all those things to its bare essentials. Yeah. Um, but I think they actually did a really good job in like, making this game for what it actually is. And I felt like they really got rid of all the unnecessary stuff and stuck to the essentials of what this game is and packaged it up in a really polished way. And so my third point is, this is a game of like where you see the screenshots, you know exactly what you're going to get. It's very straightforward. Um, and I think there's, there's a lot of merit to that because it's a lot more difficult to do. Um, and my, my hopes of like there being a story and all that stuff is embellishments, but yeah. yeah quite often, simplicity is the hardest thing to do. Zlatan Legends! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I will say, I would actually count to that point in that I think there is a, that with the crown count, there is an actual additional layer to the game that maybe isn't first apparent for you. You kind of went through that first chapter without noticing it. So my final good point was, you know, nice progression, new mechanics every 10 levels. And then this crown was this sort of extra thing, which you can play with or without. My brain doesn't care. So I can just go, well, all right. Mm. I don't have to go and get a crown for every level. <laughs> You're a fortunate man. <laughs> Bad point, Sam. Overall, I found the game a little tedious. Um, I think it's just in the nature of how I like to see game progression happen and not in the game's fault in any way. Um, this is very much a game, you know, what you see is what you get. I think for me, on a mobile game, I expect just a little bit more. It was enjoyable, but I don't think I'll be playing this after the, the week is through. Yeah. Because it's super easy to get into but also super easy to get out of as well. My final bad point is that there was like a point where I was really, really enjoying it and all of a sudden I just stopped enjoying it. And I can't pinpoint what it is that made me feel that way, but there was a pretty abrupt stop and me not Mm. caring for it anymore, which is unfortunate. (laughs) I struggle to find the meta strategy behind it. I know I always say this about puzzle games is that there's the puzzle and there's the the puzzle about the puzzle and you know yeah i couldn't my brain couldn't quite wrap itself around understanding what i needed to do to turn off these squares often ended up randomly mashing the screen which never worked and then i'd have to just restart the level and it was very easy to get stuck and once you got stuck you couldn't really get unstuck right in a way i couldn't like oh i'll just use a power up here or i'll try a different level it is enjoyable but i don't think it's a long-termer i won't be revisiting this i don't think yeah, take a look at the screenshot. If it looks like it's going to be something that you enjoy and you can spend <laughs> 99 cents on it, you're going to get exactly what you want. And I think you'll have a good time if you like those type of games. What is your final seven-day rating, Sam? Two out of seven days. Oh. Yeah. I played it six out of seven days. Oh, great. You know, it was because it's so easy to get into. Mm-hmm. I could just whip it out on the train. Don't do that. And just... <laughs> get arrested 
um, and just play a few levels. But as quick as it is to get into, it's also very easy to go, oh, I'm stuck. I'm going to jump back to two dots. What game will we be playing for the next seven days? So, Edwin, for the next seven days, you know that I'm a fan of Kenny Sun. I do. Previously of Yankai's Peak fame. Previously of Yankai's Peak and Yankai's Triangle. He has recently come out of a new game called A Hollow Doorway. Aren't all doorways hollow? (laughs) (laughs) This one in particular is very hollow. hollow. And especially hollow doorway. So, the first subtitle of the game is Enter Infinity. (laughs) She loves that. A hollow doorway is a meditation on the meaningless, a love letter to nothingness, and an introspective look at the heart of purposeless infinity. Desperately swipe and spin your doorway in a futile attempt to match the rotation of rapidly approaching concentric walls as sweat pours from your armpits and your soul pours into your trembling thumb. It's fun! Exclamation <laughs> mark. That was a really weird... <laughs> the first bullet point. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty cool gameplay. Parentheses. It's all right. Loot boxes. Parens. I'm sorry. It's really interesting how he has handled this whole loot box thing in here. Um, just calling it out straight away? Just calling it out straight away. I would say this is an arcade mobile game. Like, you can't mm. have this kind of game on arcades anymore. Because they don't exist? Because they don't exist. And it's too simplistic to be on any other platform. Yeah, no one's going to build a PC just to play this game. Right. <laughs> so, uh, I'm looking forward to this game. Yeah, I'm looking at the preview videos. My main concern is that it's a you know real-time, not a turn-based game. Yeah. So it's going to be interesting to play. But I believe you can only use one thumb. And that'll be perfectly fine. A single thumber. <laughs> single thumb. Yeah, single thumber. 50 days of thumber. <laughs> Wet, hot American thumber. Thumb shine. <laughs> A Danny Boyle movie. <laughs> Little Miss Thumb shine. Okay, we'll stop now. Empire of the Thumb. <laughs> okay, for the next seven days, I will be playing A Hollow Doorway by Kenny Sum. But first, things of the week. Spotify has recently launched a partnership with discord i don't know if you're familiar with discord what is discord discord is like slack but with voices oh good it's like um (laughs) gamers who have used voice chatting programs like ventrilo or Teamspeak previously some of my favorites should be very familiar with discord and it's essentially allows you to go into a chat room that you set up and just start chatting with your friends right uh, a lot of people use this to play games together because you can set up like a channel to say, oh, we're going to play Dota. Um, whoever's going to play Dota with me, just enter this chat room. And so you can communicate like, you know, what you're doing in game so you can help each other out and all that stuff. Spotify has started a partnership with Discord, which allows you to play music from your Spotify account in sync with other people that might listen in from Discord. Oh, social listening. Social listening. Uh, Let's say you're listening to your Discover Weekly and you set it up in the channel saying like, hey, I'm listening to my Discover Weekly and people who tune in can listen to exactly where you are on your Discover Weekly. And also, if you skip forward to the next song or even change a song completely, it will skip it for all of them as well. 
So you've been blasting Carly Rae Jepsen while playing PUBG. I might have been <laughs> playing some K-pop while playing PUBG, which I cannot <laughs> recommend because it totally throws your game off. What's a, what's a good game to... Discord I'd say Destiny is yeah. good. Yeah, because okay. it's kind of like a mindless shooter. Destiny is pretty good. I would also say, you know, anything grindy is pretty good, like World of Warcraft or uh, Monster Hunter Monster World. Monster Hunter World. Yeah. Oh, they're beautiful game. monsters. Yeah. My thing of the week, when I walked into the office today, Sam went, oh, you're all dressed up. And that is because I'm going to see John Lithgow's one-man show tonight, and I am very excited. So I'm doing a preemptive thing of the week now, and then next week I will get to espouse about it. He's doing a one-man show on Broadway, Stories by Heart. And in fact, I have seen this before in London. Really? <laughs> yes. Is he talking about someone else's stories? Yes. So he okay. acts out... So he kind of interweaves a bit of uh, biography. Um, his father, I think, was... Oh, geez. Ask me again. Ask me next week, so I will okay. have had the experience. But I think his father was either a writer or a, he's in the performing arts. He had a, a whole anthology on, of stories, and he would read it to John when he was a child. And he goes back and reads one of these stories for you, and he kind of acts it out. Oh, it's so good. So I'm looking forward to that. And it's a good reason for me to put on a shirt for once. I'm really excited about the fact that you're going to watch a live performance of someone that you really like as an actor. It's better than going to see someone you hate as an actor. Or like someone that you're kind of indifferent about. I don't think that kind of opportunity presents itself quite frequently. Like, let's say I really like Christian Bale as an actor. (laughs) I don't see him doing like a one-man show on Broadway let alone have an opportunity to see it because we, we, you know, we live and work in New York. Yeah, I also haven't really gone to Broadway much mm. despite living and working a mere mile or two from it. The only times that I go get to see shows and stuff is when it's relatives are nice. here. I am looking forward to that Marvel show that we're going <laughs> to go like, which I'll probably talk about in another things of the week. So I look forward to next week when I will also pick John Lithgow as my thing of the week. Or it might not be if it's a really bad show. <laughs> no, it's a really good show. <laughs> I'm excited. My second thing of the week is a podcast we've talked about before, but this week's episode is is a classic. This is Do By Friday. Each week they challenge one another to do something, which sounds like a very familiar premise. So familiar. <laughs> so familiar. This week they had to do a magic trick and... Uh, one of the co-hosts, Max, does a magic trick on another co-host, Merlin, and just completely f***s him up. It's amazing. <laughs> it's so good. Was it a card trick? It's a card trick, yes. Oh, wow. <laughs> so that alone is kind of worth a listen to. And then if you are a Patreon subscriber in the after show, you almost get an explanation of how it works. Do you see a video of it? No. Oh, damn it. It's all audio. It's a podcast. I know, but this isn't you spotlight. think Patreon has opportunities of uploading video. But that was a super fun episode this week, so cool. go go check it out. Great. Edwin, you have seven days to play a hollow doorway, meaningless into infinite possibilities and futile attempts at something restlessness. Great. That sounds entirely uplifting. It is, it is free on the iOS store. With loot crates, I'm with sorry. <laughs> loot crates, I'm sorry. Play along with us at home. If you have any game suggestions, tweet us at seven days to play. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at 7 Days to Play. I promise the Instagram will be updated. Our social media manager has been on vacation for the last three weeks. But now he's back. Now I'm back. Yeah, there he is. <laughs> Hello. Don't email us. 7 Days to Play.